Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. As long as it's all good, we just want to welcome you back to The House That Happened, sponsored by Shuey's Bar and Grill, the only place to be in suburban Etobicoke, where we have a mad patio, which is welcoming the summer here for the first show in June of 2023. Hi, my name is Cruz. And I'm Andrew Milani. And we're here to talk about the insidious, insane, and iconic things that have been happening in the world of sports as we know it. How are you doing, buddy? How was your week? Pretty good. How about yours? Outstanding, outrageous, catalysmic, considering the first time I've ever been to the symphony. And I went to Roy Thomas Hall last week, and I did not even know they were going to do pictures at an exhibition. It was amazing. Oh, lovely. Yes, yes, yes. A lot better than some of the other things I've been seeing going on in the city, and I would be, what, unfair? We are in Toronto, right, bro? We are. Okay, so I think that it would be Toronto-centric, and we opened up with the fact that... um, Maybe the theme of the show is going to have a little bit to do with ruthless American capitalism. And I'd like to let it be known that we are in a city right now where the Blue Jays have won two in a row against the New York Mets. And six of eight in their last uh, eight games, yeah. So that doesn't mean the sky is falling, wasn't it? Remember back there we had that little roll where we were at home. We couldn't beat anybody in our own division. Well, let's tell the truth about this team. We still can't hit, bro. No, definitely not. You know what I mean? Like this team, we, first of all, what is our batting order? Well, you got Springer one. Okay, well, the first three we know it's going to be. Yeah. If I see Varsho at fourth again, I'm calling him up personally. I'll say, hey, Don, when you played on those great Yankee teams, do you ever guy have Varsho hitting fourth? No, you had, you had guys like Reggie. You had guys like Winfield. You know yeah. what I mean? You had somebody that could hit it. Well, who's Varsho? Oh, by the way, he still has the perfect swing for the dome. I really think he does from the left-handed bat's point. He could still be like we got a long way to go, but he now we now we got a decent now, but we got a decent sample size now, buddy. Okay, so let's go back to something I'm going to say, and I'm going to beat the, beat the dead horse with this. I was not impressed by the fact that I thought we traded offense to be a better defensive team. And let's say you know, we're on record, we're on tape of saying, you know how much I thought of those guys in the corner. I don't want to say their names because I don't want to belittle them, but I'll get back to them in a moment. So we went to improve all this de- defense because we went out and got Kermeyer. Yeah. And we went out and got Varsho. We moved Springer over to right field so that we could have a, um, a little bit less wear and tear on his bod. And we had Muirfield to to sub those guys I wouldn't need them perhaps maybe Bijou because it should have been Espinal playing second base but now he's on the on the DL so we don't know when that's coming back my point being is first of all at times and Kermeyer's had made see the catch he made the other day yeah okay I'm not saying that the defense hasn't gotten okay it's a modem modicum better I'm not saying that it's enough for me to say that I've sacrificed that much offense to get that much defense back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't think we've gotten the defense we've had. Now we got Muirfield. He's going to be our regular everyday second baseman, and you know what I think of that. With Bo as our everyday shortstop. That being said, Merrifield is one of the guys that's hitting. So, I mean, you can argue that he could be making up for uh, some of his defensive shortcomings with his bat. Okay, I'm going to give you that for a moment because I'm going to say this. I'm keeping Muirfield in the lineup because... Oh, you have to. Because of his bat. Okay, I don't have a problem with that, even though it's a punch and Judy bat, really. How many RBIs has the guy got? Merrifield? Yeah, uh, they got 30? See. No, and he's hitting 300. 21, yeah. Yeah, okay, come on. How many home runs has he got? Yeah, okay. He's got a bunch <laughs> of stolen bases, so he runs around real quick when he hits singles. Yeah. Okay, and he should be in left field. Let's he's playing real. on a rail. Okay, yes, he should be in left field. That's problem number one. So, what I'm saying when it gets down to the crunch, because we're coming up to the All-Star break, and we're going to give them their the Blue Jay analysis for All-Star break 2023. Yep. Sometimes the defense around second base and shortstop is inconsistent to me, and sometimes they don't call it airs. 
because the ball sneaks through, but it's called positioning. Oh, okay? the, lone, uh, the lone run yesterday, the base runner got on because of a Bo uh, defensive mistake. I'm not, I didn't want to, I don't want to beat on Bo because he's our best. Now think about that now, that you brought it up. He's our best player. He's our best player every day. No, no doubt. I don't know what he did yesterday with the call, with the time. Because remember he got called out because That's of the a brain call. fart. Okay, but you can't be doing that in a game like that. What was the score at the time? 1-1. One, 1-1 one. One, one in what? The seventh? Yeah, it was late in the game. Late in the game, and you're going to get called for that nonsense when there's men on base? No, that, yeah, that was bad. Okay, so anyways, Bo, we're not saying you're perfect, but out of all our guys, I'm giving him a He's eight. hitting 336, so I'm not going to complain too much and about And the Major it. League uh, He's, yeah, the leader. Boy, leader in hits alone. No, no, so Bo's our best player. So let's not go, go that way. He'll never have the ego to go. And he plays. You know what he is? He's very good at balls coming in. When he's got to charge the ball, that kind of yeah. defense, he's good. When it's going back in the hole or a little those ones, eh. Yeah, that's where the... <laughs> exactly. So he, like, I don't know what we're going to do because Mirafield, Mirafield's solid coming in for the ball too. Sure. Okay, he's not going to win a gold glove. No, definitely not. Okay. He's there for his bat. We've talked about this. Okay, so anyways, thank God we've got Chapman who's coming back to earth. Yeah. So Chapman is going to look like he's going to have his average at the end of the season, which will be a little bit more than average. So what's he going to hit, I predict? He's going to have 30 home runs, his first 30 home run season, but he's still only going to hit 250. What's he hitting now? He's hitting 280. Okay, so at the end of the season, I'm going to say it again. He'll be hitting 250, 30 home runs, and we were lucky 100 RBIs. But the Toronto press should be talking about him, especially here at the house that happened. His defense is still gold glove, bro. Oh, for sure. He's Come been on. fantastic. Like, you tell me a better third baseman in the league. The guy in Baltimore is good. I should get his name up here. I should get up in a minute. We'll talk about those guys later. He's really good, too, and 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 uh, Devers yeah. for um, the Red Sox. He's pretty solid, too. But as a defensive player all around, and Chapman was already, what, player of the month for April. Mm-hmm. Anytime you're a player of the month, that's huge in the season. There's only six of them. Sure. You know what yep. I mean? So I'll give him that. So anyways, what I'm going to get around to is that even though Toronto is, as we are sitting today, aren't they? No, they're second last place in the American League East. Yeah, they're fourth. They're fourth. Yankees are right in front of them, who lost last night again. And um, who's Tampa Bay playing right today? They're playing. They're playing Boston, aren't they? I think so. Okay, so they're going back and forth. I'm still saying that you have to play 600 at home, and you have to play 500 on the road, and you'll win your division. I'm still saying the Toronto Blue Jays are capable of doing that because our pitching is way better than expected. Well, and our bats are coming around too. Brandon Belt's average really uh, cut stop up. it. Springer, no, stop it. He's hitting almost 800 stop OPS. It. What's he done lately? Got Didn't he base. get a couple hits yesterday? He might have got a couple. What's his numbers? What's his numbers? He got 20 RBIs? No. No. He okay, had, okay. So, we, we, so we're paying him what? 10 million or what? Be good in the dugout? <laughs> Stop it. The guy's saying, you know what, Brandon? He's had some bad luck. What? He's a lefty at he's, the short porch at the dome. What's the guy got? He's got nine home runs yet? He's not a home run guy. Okay, then he's he a got doubles guy. Okay, so then I should be getting some RBIs. He's an extra be his guy. He's got some modicum okay, of power, right? Okay, a slow start. Right? Give, give him oh, time. Oh, party! We're sixty games in. Slow start, my ass. Come on. Okay, I'm on the search right now. I want to be on it's record. It's 162 I'm already game on search right now. I'm looking around the American League. I'm looking at Cincinnati. I'm looking at. I was looking at Arizona, but they're in the hunt there, which I don't even get. Which we're going to get up that minute. Arizona's that kind of weird team, though. Like every five years, they got like a good team all of a sudden. Like, well, where did this team come from anyway? Anyway, I don't know where. Like. They always do. Okay, so I looked at them, but now they're going to go. They're not even going to give us a time of day because they stole Marino and Guriel. Oh, by the way, let's see what the trade's training out now. Did we just bring up Arizona? What place is Arizona in? First, tied for first. Against who? Uh, the Dodgers. Oh, the Los Angeles Dodgers. What a team. Like, aren't they kind of marquee in the, what is it, ruthless American capitalistic society? <laughs> Isn't that the Dodgers at their best? 
Oh, sure. Come on. So now this is the Arizona Coyotes. You see the Coyotes in my neighborhood? I live in I live in Etobicoke. I live in Woodbridge. There's oh. plenty of Coyotes there, too. So I'm out after midnight. I see these guys. That's what that team used to look like. You need a meal. Tails are bad. Now what do they look like? They're starting to look like foxes. Mm. Come on. And okay, so anyways, we'll, we'll get Arizona in here, but I do have to bring this up in this in this case. We're wasting a lot of good pitching. And I'm going to tell you this. Here's what's going to irritate me. Bassett, who I bashed the first couple of shows, I'm so sorry. I'm still not, he's not my favorite pitcher, but the guy's economical. I hope, did he have, did the wife have the baby? Uh, I believe so. We don't uh, even I'm know what the sure. house that happens. We're terrible. <laughs> you know what, Bassett, congratulations if it's here, it's not, it's not. I don't even know is the room blue or pink, or did you pick a neutral color because it's the woke oh Toronto environment? I don't know. <laughs> No, but he's been fantastic, though. Oh, he's unbelievable, but that's what I'm saying. Now, look at this, and he's a guy that unravels easily, okay? Mm -hmm. We can go pass on him. I shouldn't bring this up, but think about the next time he's out. He's like a machine. He punches in, and he starts pitching this way. If it goes, look, the other night, it could have mm -hmm. gone the other way. It was bases loaded, nobody out. And one of the bow plays yeah. that, that, that screwed it up. So it was looking like, okay, here we are in the first inning. Is he going to blow up? And he found his way out of it, got back into his groove, mm -hmm. and is on his way. Okay, so now I'm saying that that showed me a lot of moxie from this guy because he's not an off-kilter guy. No. As soon as something goes a little wrong or someone makes a mistake, he's not Dave Steve, by the way. Okay? <laughs> you ever see what Steve, Steve used to do? He was the best. I didn't think it was right at the time, but in hindsight, it was great. Like, What's this? Okay, the score is 1-1 one, one in the eighth. Okay? So it's one, and, and Steve's in there. Still in there. He's only had 98 pitches in the eighth. And uh, say it's, what's his name that played shortstop? The guy with the briefcase. He used to run out to second base so they could text him the place. <laughs> Latino guy. Shouldn't say that. Anyways, the guy would make an error. See, we walk off the mound, just stare at the guy. <laughs> like, he'd visibly, like, he wouldn't do it for, like, 15 seconds. But he would walk down, and he would look at you and pick up the rosin bag, drop the rosin bag, then he'd get back on the mound. But when he was picking up the rosin bag and dropping the mound, what was he doing? He's looking at the guy that made the air. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. He used to, and I'm not saying Bassett would do that because Bassett does. If Bassett had Dave Steve's moxie, I'll tell you, this guy would win 30 games because mm -hmm. that's Steve's a whole nother level, and Steve never learned how to pitch like Bassett did. But anyways, I'm scared we're going to waste some of these. Look at Barrios yesterday. I was just going to bring up Barrios. He, his season, besides those like first two starts, yeah. he's, been, he's been fantastic. Hey, listen, I'm in the playoffs in my fantasy league. Oh, by the way, who are, two are my starting pitchers? Ghostman and Barrios. Oh, yeah, people say I've got a lot of pitching in my fantasy league, but I'm only just in a playoff spot right now. I'm winning this week, but that's another story for another day. What well, my point is is this. Okay, you get a Barrio start, a Gozman start, or a Bassett start. Mm -hmm. They're in the eighth inning. The score is tied. Okay, what's going to drive me nuts, bro, when Bo does one of those bad plays, that thing, or Murfield's in the wrong place, or what happens is there's a little bit of miscommunication at times between... Um, um, Kierman and Varsho, they both want to make the big play mm. and they're looking for the other guy. And that one little pause is Guriel letting it go over his head anyway. And I'm going to want Guriel's bat instead of Varsho's at this point anyway. Mm. You know what I'm getting at? So that's what I'm getting scared about is that I don't want that defensive lap to kill a start for a guy. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? I mean, well, look at Gosman's season's la season last year. He's he won had... four games this year. Look at his numbers. No, I know, but, but like, remember Damn. last year when like he was the unluckiest pitcher in baseball? What, he's not this year? <laughs> look, what is he What is he? I want? Mean, uh, I mean, his numbers are Gosman. a lot better this year. Four, that's my point. I know. He's already pitched 75 innings. 
He's four and three. His ERA is 2.76, buddy. He's had, wait a second. His walks plus hits per inning, 1.12. That's a great number. Not at a 12 starts. He's had nine quality starts. Yeah. The man's got four wins. One of so the, is Bassett. He's got nine as well. That's what starts. I'm saying. But I mean, at least you can say he's got six wins. Okay. He's got six wins. Fair enough. Okay. And we you know what? Look at Kaguchi's got six wins, doesn't he? Yeah, with only three quality starts. That's what I'm saying. You don't think that he's already has like Gozman already doesn't have bad luck? Come on, I it, you know what I mean. And he's our ace now. Oh, I'm, that's well, just I was, absolutely. I was just going to bring that up next. Okay, so you want to lead into where we're going with this, and we're not talking about Jenny Craig right now, okay? <laughs> yet, okay, we're not talking about Jenny Craig yet. You're, you know, it's funny. You're the only one talking about the weight. Everyone else that kind of like they're everyone kind of. Uh, you know why? Because it's not politically correct. No, but everyone's saying like going out of their way almost to say like he's the same weight though. Do you, th- do you not think that's true? Listen, I did not see the unicorn being in my driveway led by a leprechaun. Stop it! Look at the film. Look at the guy. And I love Manoa. Come on, let's wait a second. Alex, if you're listening to me, I don't want to say that because now we're what's the word? They say on those stupid women's shows, if you say about the woman she wore the dress, it was the wrong one, but you don't tell her, like, you should never wear that dress, woman. You look bad, like that woman talk, oh. which I don't even know. You know, I don't know what they say. But so, but it's the same thing when you do with a guy. So if you say to the guy, you don't know, you know what I'm saying? I think he's too, lose some weight, buddy, or go yeah. down to Buffalo. You know what I mean? Like, if there's something wrong with his mechanics. And sometimes what your mechanics is does, oh, like, I'm, okay, if you're Definitely pitching, go down to Buffalo. I think we we have to have this conference. You kind of, like, didn't want to talk about this last couple no, of weeks. No, because I was defending him. It. I said, give him 15 starts. Does he have 15 starts yet? No. He's at 12. Okay, so we give him three more starts. Now, listen, I don't know what happened the other night, but that wasn't a bad idea. He got four innings. He only gave up two runs, and Schneider said, you got to sit down. That's old-school managing. Because you know why? We're scared if you go to the next inning, you might blow oh, you're gonna, up. Yeah, you're going to fuck it up. Oh, exactly. So, by the way, let's go look at uh, Manoa. Bases on balls. The guy's thrown 35. The guy's only pitched 57 innings. So, I was on a stat cast this week, and I was just, just try, trying to look at, like, the location of his pitches, trying to see, and, like, his fastball command is so bad this year. And it's the same speed, though. He hasn't really lost his speed. That's that's why you know mm-hmm. it's mechanics. Like basically, what it's a, it's like sometimes he's a he's a he's a mile an hour faster or a mile an hour slower. Oh, but does that on. matter? No, that that okay. happens. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. But so where is the ball going? He throws a 94 mile an hour fastball, and freaking um, our short buddy who I can't name his body either because people get mad. <laughs> Kirk. Kirk bounces up and he's got to stand up and it's almost over his head. Like on some of the, like you know those away fastballs yeah. I'm in Ostron? That's mechanics, which means what? You got too much weight in your leg, so you're pushing off too hard. You got too much around the waist, so your arm's not coming around right. I know guys that have pitched since I was kids. One of my buddies should have made the majors, and he did it. And they said, all it takes is like a, you go out in the winter and you work out. And you work this muscle a little bit too much more than you go to throw. It could affect your mechanics for a while. So I'll give him 15 starts. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So let's. I'm going to give him three more because he was a Cy Young candidate last year. Oh, yeah. He was what? He's 24 years old? Yeah. Okay, so here's what happens. His last 15 starts, he wins nine games. It has 12 quality starts. Then we sign him right then. We sign him to a check for three years. And he goes, but, but look what, no, then, then he's going to be so I want the money that ruthless American capitalism will work the other way. Oh, yeah. He knows he's going to have to work harder to get that money back, but he's going to take the guaranteed money up front. Do you know where I'm going? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense to you? 
That's what the Pittsburgh Pirates are starting to do, and I'm thinking that's not a bad idea. And Pirates aren't looking too bad this year. No, nah, they're falling. Now you they're think playing, so? Yeah, yeah. They, they, look at, let's sample size. What are they? are in second place now in fading. Half a game back. Half a game back, yeah. But, what but they, they have the best run differential in that division. That doesn't mean anything. That can be catching up real quick. You think so? Come on. Like, like, like what is their last 10? They're 6-4. and 5-5. Five right? and 5-5. Five. Five and five. Okay, that's Same it. as the team in first place, though. What's that? Same as the team in first place. But that's place. only because they played us, because that's a weak division, which just tells you. What's that say about we got to get back here before we go on we, uh, to talk about our Toronto Blue Jays in this way. We'd still be almost one of the best teams in the majors if we were in any other division, because there's yeah. only two divisions that are really, really scary. No, maybe three. Uh, National League West. National yeah. League East and the American League East because the other divisions are uh, all like National uh, League East is uh, no you got the Mets in Atlanta you got Philadelphia they're yeah. all they're uh, all scrappy teams right yeah and, but they got Washington that's a, this, <laughs> and Miami no but Miami's doing a scrap Miami's playing 500 ball for oh, now well, I don't know but like a lot of those if teams, you're gonna give Pittsburgh credit then you got to give Miami credit fair enough okay right if you're gonna say that because what what they got the same record. But like philadelphia their record's nothing to write home about but I, they're coming over injuries they're getting pitchers back they're doing shit like we'll do that all-star break analysis of the whole mm-hmm. league and where we think they should be at so to speak because we don't talk about other teams because we're in toronto so you think i give a flying fuck about the chicago white Sox? no okay so you know because sometimes they used to be a team that uh used to what's that used, used to you were kind of a cheerleader for them last I, I year. was and then i see this year and i go and tim anderson's a bum like, what I'm that guy? I got him on my fantasy Jackie. team. Jackie. Uh, uh, <laughs> stop it. No, I did. I liked. To, I always liked the White Sox better than I liked the Cubs since I was a kid. Maybe he's an American League guy. That could be it mm. for my Detroit Tiger days. But that's another team I want to bring up for my sleeper team this year to sneak in the back door is the Detroit Tigers. Okay, look at them. You see where they are? And that's a shit. They're division. still under 500, though. Doesn't matter. Minus 60 run differential. There's three games back of Minnesota. Does Minnesota look like somebody that's going to – is Cleveland going to right the ship? That's the question. Yeah, I Are mean, Minnesota can sneak in there, though. But, like, you know they're, they're just going to get their asses kicked in the wild card round. You never know. It's, it's one game thing. Tampa's not going to be around. Anyway, my point being is this. If you look at the Toronto Blue Jays right now, who are 32-27, and 27, their big thing is their home record, which is 15-10. and 10. 600. Okay, it is. And now their away record is what? 17 and 17. Yeah, 500. 500. That's on their way to winning the division, and I think that they're going to do it if – they maintain the the pitching that they have and because like we got hopefully we got Rua coming up and mm-hmm. we got the other kid down in the minors but I want to bring up something before we leave the Blue Jays that you brought up and I'm going to push back on this hard now I think that the Blue Jays are going to have one of the best bullpens in baseball by the time the season's over and as long as they don't realize that Jordan Romano is has to be the closer he has to go sit down he got the save last night but look at the other night, the game he gave up yeah. the run. Okay, was that is that closer shit? That affects my fantasy team, okay? So let's take a look here. Now, people, let's be serious. How is this pushing back against me, though? I'm because you you, you questioned our bullpen. You said, oh, with the bullpen thing. And then we said the starters are okay, but you questioned our bullpen and what we're doing. And the Did only, I question the bullpen? Yeah, you go when? check the tape. I, I'm listening. I go back and check the tapes. Go back. You said, ah, well, how do we use a bullpen? Because remember you were talking about Well, I mean, over, I, over I was a little pissed Garcia. off about some of the usage. Okay, so now. Jimmy Garcia has been pretty bad this year. Okay, so no, 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 no. Listen, I don't know how guys become Closers. I don't know how the guys become close. What do you mean you don't know? Okay, okay. Where did Jordan Romano come from? Did we one day we said, "Dear Santa Claus, would you deliver us a, a, a closer, please?" And we open up the box. Oh, there's a Jordan Romano. He I came think it's from just circumstances. It's just circumstances, isn't so, it? Like oh, you have like these like. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So now, what did I say? And I'm not stuttering. 
I said, I believe that the Toronto Blue Jays will have one of the best bullpens in baseball by the time the season's over. Okay. Okay, and this is what I'm going to tell you why. Because sometimes I think bullpens are only good for one season because the next season something goes haywire and you got a bunch well, of Oh, yeah, you don't know. Okay, so let's, know. Let's, let's go look at the Toronto Blue Jays right now. A couple of guys that we didn't even mention when the season started because we had Garcia. We got Swanson, who I'm still going to say, when we're in the seventh game of the divisional championship game, the guy comes out to close the game. It's going to be Eric Swanson. Well, and he came uh, to close the game last night. There you go. Why is His that? His first uh, save of the season. Okay, why is that? I'm not, okay, and I've been, like, go check the tapes. Oh, I'm, I'm, Cru- I've been Cruises. pro this too. Okay, Cruz is going there. So now I want to mention two names that nobody's talking about. Well, the only we couldn't talk about him because he was down in the minors and he was grooming himself to be a closer okay. is Nate Pearson. Oh, yes. So look at Nate Pearson now, okay? Well, I think we could see something similar to uh, 2015 when uh... – Remember, like, Aaron Sanchez and Osuna came up, like, late oh, in the season? Oh, yes, yes. It'd be okay. kind of like that situation. And I'm liking that because the other guy that's going with him, that he, we've had him for a while now, but he's now getting his role. He was a little bit injured, okay, as Trevor Richards. Oh, yeah. So that uh, now you know where I'm he's going, been, He's bro. been pretty good this year. Yeah, take a look at his numbers. That's what I'm saying. I'm not that I'm saying. So I'm, I'm bashing. I'm not want to bash on the Blue Jays. My thing is this. I mean, I got to be consistent. I always say. Pitching and defense is going to win the division. 60, 600, 500 is going to win the division, and quality starts. That's the, the gospel according to Cruz, learning it from, like, Earl Weaver, Sparky Anderson, yeah. blah, 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 blah. So I'm saying this. The Blue Jays cannot afford to blow quality starts with silly things happening in the defense. Now we got a catching issue. How long is Jansen going to be out? Do you think that Kirk can be our everyday catcher and swing the bat every day? That's ugly. And the guy coming up from the minors, I hear he's okay, which is going to let me say one other thing because I'm talking too much is, why did we let Marino go? Oh. Varsho Gurriel for Marino. Varsho Gurriel. Remember when we, when we first heard that trade, we tried to justify it when he had his cute little swing to start the season. We go, oh, this could be good. And he runs really fast. He runs around Mario. You know, Super Mario. He runs like Super Mario. Super he Mario. goes like Super Mario. Next time you see him run, think of Mario. <laughs> no, I'm laughing because it's true. <laughs> so he runs like Super Mario, swings like Super Mario. Super Mario, I've never seen him hit. And he does a lot of good things. I've never seen Super Mario. Mario has hit. played baseball, though. Does he? He, he go karts, he plays golf, he plays tennis. I've seen him golf. He's yeah. a good golfer. Yeah, I know yeah. he's a good golfer. He's damn. I wish I was that good. You know, yeah. but no, no, no. He's a, he's a three handicap. Okay, so now listen. Okay, so guess what? If we go, let's look at it, and I'll shut up after this. Go check Marino and Gurriel in Arizona. And like I said, did I already say this on the air? Did you see color of Gurriel's hair this year? Oh, yeah. It's the same color as that Indian red on Arizona's uniform. Oh, it's kind of cool. can't say Indian red. Can't say Indian red? <laughs> no. Why? Indian red, just think about it. Did I say something off color? <laughs> I meant Arizona red because they're the Diamondbacks. Isn't that yeah. Diamondbacks have something to do? Oh, that's snakes. Snakes. I don't want to go there. <laughs> Shut up while I'm ahead. Okay, you know what I mean. Okay, you can't say that anymore. Indi- well, because like it's think about like when people like refer to your like skin color. Okay, so what do you? Red, know? Okay, like, like okay, I'm black. So I wish I was a little blacker. Like you know those blue black Africans. You no, can't say that anymore either. Blue black Africans. Yeah, they're yeah, so yeah, black. I would not blue. say that. Why? Why? I'm black. I mean, it's just the way it is. That's beautiful. Ever see those old paintings from the '60s? With those like really cool mod pictures and it have like like um like like Miles Davis album covers, mm-hmm. those are beautiful. So I'm I don't know. I, w- like, I wouldn't go around saying that. Okay. Anyways, it was a Freudian slip, and if I hurt anyone's <laughs> feelings, so what? That's a shout out to Miles Davis and one of his classic songs, by the way. In any event, that's not what I meant. My my, I mean this. 
And uh, sorry, Mrs. Melania, I'm really not like that, okay? How you doing today, okay? In any event, I'm going to say all year long, and I'm not going to start, and I started a while ago, and you know it, and I'm going to beat this dead horse as this. Giving up Gurriel and Marino for Varsho, we got fleeced. I don't care what anyone yeah, says. It's a bad, looking uh, like a bad trade. You know, and I don't care how many, and how many, uh, how much defense has Varsho improved on us to make it worth its while? Okay, we got rid of Teoscar, and he's not do that good. Too. I mean, if if the I dome is, if the dome is hold on, well, if the dome turned into more of a pitcher's park than we think, then maybe this is a better deal than we think it is. What? Say that again. If, I want to. Okay, if, if if the dome is more of a pitcher's park than we think, which we talked about before. You think it's becoming a pitcher's park? It, I mean, uh, I haven't seen it become like this big home run box that we thought it was going to be. Because people are over swinging, which is another show we're going to do it. Those stupid analytics. And we had a little bit more. What's that? Style? I don't remember this being a problem last year, Cruz. That's all I'm saying. Because we had a different lineup. We had more guys that had power. We had we had Tapia. We had Gurriel. We had Teoscar. Uh, Tapia wasn't a power guy. Come on. He had 12 homers. Part time. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, yeah, he had, and he didn't even have full time at bats. He had twelve homers. Remember, he had a couple. Another guy with stupid hair, but I think that's another reason he got him out of town. Think about the dynamics here. And you know me, I'm not saying the only bad thing. I thought you know what I thought. But besides was worse, like, but besides Bichette, all our guys like, and, and I guess Chapman shit. too. They're all shit. All their numbers have gone down basically. So if they get back to their average and we have the quality starts we have, we should still be able to catch Tampa Bay and win the division. That's what I'm hoping. But look at the uh, Tampa Bay's hitting. They got one of the best hitting lineups in the year, and some of their guys I've never even heard of. And now they're <laughs> well, Tampa Bay in a nutshell. There you go. But the guy who's well, we go to it now, um, I forget his name. That outfielder on Tampa Bay. The guy's having a crazy ass season. He's got forty. He's, he's a MVP candidate. His name should roll off my tongue. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, any event, we'll get. To, we'll, we'll worry about that later. Mike, Mike, we're supposed to have guys there. Yeah. We're supposed to have guys that that do that. Do we? No. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm uh, my my whole thing is we'll, we'll move on for this because we're taking a long time with the Blue Jays, which I think we should because it's going to be the heart and soul of what, what we talk about because the summertime oh, yeah, is all, here. Oh yeah, all this summer. Exactly. Is I'm going to be on record as saying this. I'm really going to believe that the Guriel Marino trade is going to be a bust for us. Number one. Number two is I'm a little scared at the infield defense being cohesive enough that they're going to make that error at the wrong time in the wrong game and make me lose my shit. And number three is this. I'm scouring the major leagues right now for a left-handed power hitter to put in the lineup before the trade deadline. Why should we wait till then? Let's go look for one now because that's our most obvious need. So what position would you play the guy? Like what position I don't are you care for? if the guy carries a water bottle. If he can hit 270 at the dome and knock a couple out of the park, that's all we need because the Brandon Belt Varsho experiment with Biggio is not working. Are you talking about uh, Randy Rosarena? Yeah, uh, yeah, he's yeah. one of the guys. That guy's look, look at his season. He's an MVP candidate. Yep. You know what I mean? And his defense isn't the best, by the way. No. His defense, don't, like, we're not going to talk about that, but he, but he plays left field. So that's okay. why he's in left field. So, I mean, I'd get over. That's my. Well, I mean, him and, uh, I mean, Wander Franco should oh, probably be considered he, the MVP he's candidate. He's another guy, too. too. And then he's playing infield. Yeah. He, okay, Shortstop. Yeah, I mean, so he, oh, yeah, he's got to be, too. But I think that uh, Arizona is going to have more because I think his um, runners in scoring position and some of those. Well, he's other a power hitter. It's, uh, actually, yeah. he. Uh, but Franco is nothing. Walks a lot too. What's that? Yeah, he walks a lot. He's like got a 400 uh, on base. Because what they do is in big situations now is they walk the guy. Mm-hmm. Do you see him? He's a good. He's not no little boy. No, no. When he comes up to the plate, he looks like he's going to do some damage. <laughs> I think he's learned how to control. But you know what it is? Why we were talking about? Um, it's funny you bring him up because this guy looks old school swinging. I don't think of bad angle. What's that bullshit analytics? Launch angle. Ah. Psh. 
Launch angle, my ass. So there's supposed to be a certain launch angle that get you out of the dome. You know that, eh? Yeah. Varsho's supposed to have that launch angle. Where, did he leave it in his lunchbox? <laughs> Back in Arizona. Oh, I know what he did. He left it in Curiel's locker, and he's using it in Arizona. You, you know funny? Uh, they messed up. Uh, they had a miscalculation with this tube back in 2017. Really? Do you remember the uh, the DH? I'm blanking on his name now. Oh, uh, who? The J. Kendrys Morales. Oh, he supposedly uh, had a great launch angle for the dome too. Oh, and what, what did he do? Nothing. Fifteen minutes. He hit a couple big home runs. Remember, he got a couple big hits late in yeah. games. And then what was he? Overpaid bomb. Uh, full, I I, I, first of all, like just never pay a guy to be like a full time DH. Mm. That that's a bad decision. So, but I'm saying now, now my next show until we get to the next show, my. And then we'll leave the Blue Jays at that. Manoa, we still love you. Alex, I love you. My middle name is Alex, too. I get it. I don't want to be bashing on you. And we didn't even bring up the Japanese gentleman. <laughs> We're still hanging in there. I want to be politically correct. Actually, I don't really care, but I don't want to be a sounding offensive. Kachui, keep doing what you're doing. You know yep, what I mean? Yep. He's got his six wins. He's going to be okay. But I'm going to come up with potentials for the next show. A left-handed bat with a bit of power that we could probably get for... I don't know what we're going to trade for him, though. I think we've got enough pieces. Like, I don't want to... You know what I'm, I'm worried about? I don't want to give up any of our pitching. Because pitching is too no, fragile. No, no. And our and our, our, um, our um, bullpen, and, I'm gonna, and I mean that. I think by the end of the year, we're going to have one of the best bullpens in baseball. If we use it properly, they rotate it around now. So, like, last night was a good sign. It wasn't Jordan Romano's time to come out and get the save. It was Swanson's. I think that's why I like Atkins and Shapiro. They're baseball people. They do it eight hours a day or 16 hours a day. I'm just a guy that goes to a warehouse and then shoots my mouth off on the weekend. And I'm seeing that Romano, who's on my fantasy team, and I, and I love the guy who's from Mississauga, I yep, believe, went to is. high school out where my kids went to. I love you, Romano. I don't want to hit you, but he's not, he's not the atypical. Or no, he's from Markham. Is he from Markham? Markham. I thought it was Mississauga. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We love you, Romano. We know you're going to get us more saves. But he's look, he's not a big guy either. No. He's not. Swanson's bigger and stronger. You know what I mean? Yep. And now when we got Nate Pearson, we got Trevor Richards. We'll relieve. They'll get Garcia. We'll get better because we won't overuse him. And we're not even getting to your buddy Pop. You know what I mean? Yep. You know, we should get him in some more innings. But he seems those guys seem to be coming in on the, uh, like the cleanup, the sloppiness times. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that. I want them to come in a we'll more see. crucial situation. But do you agree with the, the Richards? Um, I, I like where Pearson? the bullpen's going. Thank you very, very much. Guri, I'll come back. I hope you look around to next show. Look, let's go look for a left-handed power bat before the trade deadline. We'll see. It. Speaking of deadlines, it would be, what would you say, um, inapropos if we didn't talk about the Toronto Maple Leafs, their new GM, yes. and deadlines. What's the date today? Uh, it is, what, June 4th? Already? Already. So that means you've only got 26 days to do what, bro? I don't give a shit. I'm a, you know what I mean? I'm done with you Leaf guys. I'm really, you know what I'm going to, can I say this one thing too, and then we'll discuss where I, uh, well. Well, you uh, got, okay, well, let's not beat around the bush. We got uh, 20 some odd days to decide uh, what's going on with the big four. So you make your second step backwards. So Habs can make one step forward. Well, hold on. Because your first step make, well, take was Dubas. This is to do with the Habs. Uh, we're going to get to the Habs in a bit. Because uh, the well, house well, that happens, we keep tabs on the Habs. Hold but, on, hold on. Wait. So it's all it's all about three camps with what, what to do with the Leafs. Okay. You're, you're either trade Marner, 
You're trading Elander, no, or you're keeping the the core four or core five, really. Let's be real. Like Riley should be in that group. You keep the core five. Yeah, I'm here. So we agree? No. Oh, at the house at Adams, we got issues already. You know what? I'm not defending the Leafs no more, bro. I was with you guys. You want a goddamn playoff series? I was nice. I took heat on the street. Cruz, what's up with talking with the Leafs like that? Man, you a Leaf fan suddenly? Nah, I'm not. And I hope you take two steps backwards because the Montreal Canadiens will be the next team that wins the Stanley Cup from Canada. That's where I'm okay. standing as of today. Okay, but continue. Give me those three camps again. Trade Marner. No. Trade Nylander. No. Keep everybody. Okay. I don't know who you're going to get going, and we, it, it's a salary cap issue. Everyone knows that. So, okay, we know that your, your thing is so. I don't even know how to say the guy's name. It sounds like traveling, like or like Trevet. Tree living. Tree living. Is that like the shampoo I like to use? Isn't that the same tray, whatever? I use it all the time. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. There's this. His dad's the Boston pizza guy. So he's been spoiled his whole life. Uh, not true. Okay. So anyway, do you think he's the right guy for the job? Yes. What, and why? In what respect? Because of his experience? Because it's a short window and they got to get this done? Well, it's, it's his experience, number one. He knows what's like dealing with a, a Canadian market. So that's... And... and, and, and He's known what it's like to deal with your top superstars basically like being against like salary cap and wanting to leave. Okay, so I want to compare the last five years of his wheeling and dealings to Dubas's last five years of okay. wheeling and dealing, okay? Calgary missed the playoffs two out of three years. Now, you're going to give me other reasons why they do it, yes. coach being one, okay, whatever. Okay, their number one guy that he couldn't get along with or something didn't go wrong is now playing in the Stanley Cup Finals for That's another correct. team. Um Dubas had more winning seasons over the last five than this guy has. His draft record is better than this guy over the last five years. And what's the worst trade that well, Dubas, Dubas has also made? had a lot more to work with the with the Leafs. In what respect? Everything. What respect? Think, think about how they many were back to resources. Okay, so he's been with Calgary for eight years. Nine. Nine. Okay, eight, nine years. So back then when he joined Calgary, Calgary was pretty well the mess that Toronto was before they were making the playoffs and Shanahan mm-hmm. came in. So let's there you go. So we got Shanahan's been here for eight. Okay, he was there for nine. What yeah. has Calgary done those nine that we have? Now Calgary's only won what? Three playoff series? They've Something never like that, yeah. They, okay, Toronto's only won one. But have they gone if they made a conference final appearance? No. no. One second round appearance or is it two? Uh they, they, Calgary, Calgary it was I, like two or three. So that's what I'm saying. They yeah. may be one, but they haven't gone to a conference final no, in the no, last no. nine years, have they? No. Neither is the Toronto Maple Leafs. What team is in better shape right now? The Leafs or Toronto. Calgary? There you go. So you took the guy from Calgary with a shittier record the last nine years to the better guy who's going to go to Pittsburgh and come piss on your team, come playoff time. Well, there's a lot of owner years. meddling in uh, Calgary, though. We know that. Okay, so we're going to find out afterwards. Okay, so I'm not knocking the guy. I'm just saying that I think that he was a marriage of convenience. In my opinion, he's got vast experience. Come on, yeah. uh, the experience factor alone, being in the knowing in the ins and outs, the agents. Because I think the agents are the scumbag because all they do is promote that ruthless American capitalism <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you know where I'm going with this. We'll oh, talk yeah. about our boy in a minute. But do you really think he's the right guy? So what are you going to do? So you okay? What would you do? That's your core three issues. I think your number one issue is this. Now you didn't even bring up Austin Matthews. Oh, I mean, number one is to sign him. Everyone knows that. That's an obvious. That's a given. Okay, so are you going to uh, sign him? 100%. They'll give him the money. 14-4 against Cap? <laughs> that sounds like That's a That's the thing. 14-4 against Cap. 
I said 14-4 against Cap. That sounds like a song. We could work that out. And they got no defenseman. Who's going to play goal? No, I think you have to goaltending thing is going to be fine. You think going to get him? Because I think that's what I'm hearing, eh? They signed Matthews. 14. You're going to be around 14. Bro, so it sounded like. Can I say that again? 14-4 against Cap. Top five player in the game. You got to oh, keep him. I love the guy. Listen, I've completely turned around. Can everyone know it? I'm not going to be. I'm not. I cheer for players, not teams. So screw Toronto. Screw you, Maple Leafs. You don't cheer for any teams. No, right? only, only my teams. <laughs> you see my shirt today? Detroit Lions. I got a note. I got a note on this today. I got a note, but that's later in the show. In any Ooh. event, in any event, just want to say this. I think Austin Matthews is definitely. I think after Connor McDavid, you could argue about who's the second best player in the league. Sure. You're going to bring Pasternak up. You're going to bring now Kachuk's back in the. In the uh, thing. I don't think Pasternak's a top five guy. Isn't he on the Boston guy? Top five? I heard that some people said he might be better than a Matthews. I thought they were nuts. No, come on. Okay, so who else? So that's that, a bad take. That's what. But who? He's the number one scorer. Was Pasternak this year? Uh, he was number no, one scorer. No, no. Oh, McDavid. No, but he meant on Boston. He was in. Oh, one of course, he was the number one scorer on Boston. Okay, so you're on record as saying you'd rather have Matthews than Pasternak. Hundred percent. Me too. Okay, so who's think, who would be the second best best guy in the league? Uh, I would say McKinnon still. Go to him a lot, don't you? And yeah, I don't. I like McKinnon. I should start liking him more because he's a fellow Nova Scotian. He's born Nova Scotian. He is. You know that same uh, town as Sidney Crosby. There you go. That you know what that? I don't, don't want to say nothing about Scotia. I've been there long, but that's no, never mind. That's a great place, Cold Harbor. Yep, Cold Harbor, Nova Scotia. Yeah, it's a beautiful place to be. But anyways, I'm saying that um, we haven't heard enough about it. And, and Austin Matthews is now golfing down in Arizona. He's home, whatever he's doing. But here's a question here: When they did those post game talks and people said all those nice things about Toronto. Dubas was still the general manager. Can I say that twice? <laughs> Dubas was still the general manager. That's all Wait, of a sudden going to change everything? I don't know. Money changes everything. 14-4 gets cap. They'll give him the money. Cap. They're going to get 14-4, bro. That's a lot of money. And guess what? He doesn't move for five years. If the, and I'll take the five as a, Leaf fan, as a Leaf fan, you're just praying that next year the cap finally goes up. Oh, you better hope it goes up. It's, it's, it's going up like one mil next oh, year. That's so it. What? The projection, That's what I'm saying. But the projection was now, between now and next year, they're already missing a projection because they thought it would be a seven million jump by the time it came to the 2024 mm-hmm. five season. Oh, that's still away. That's still two seasons away, right? Yeah. The end of that would be like the first season of Matthews' extension. Yeah, so that's what they're saying. But that, that they said it should be going up with them. But they said it would be a $7 million jump then. I can't see it. It's only jumped, what, $2 million last year? It's going to jump Nothing, five? Not, not even. It's, not it's even because the players, uh, they're in debt. So I think they're still paying off uh, that, like the escrow shit. Oh, that bullshit. Yeah. That nonsense. Ah, bad. So they're still in debt. That's why the cap's only going up a mil. So that means the agents and the lawyers went again. Yeah. Oh, ruthless American capitalism. Remember that, people. In any event, I'm just saying this. They got to keep them. So the thing for me about the Toronto Maple Leafs is this. I'm just saying that. I don't know how. I want to know if, like, I, I, I don't know. You, watch, you, you see more online than me, and I'm, I'm picking up more sites where I go and read what, what it is. And I hate some of them because, you know what, they say something you read right away, and it's a total rumor. Oh, 100%. I hate that shit. That's why I don't go online so much. I, I'm old school. I, when they put it in the newspaper, it's credibility because they put out a piece of paper, so you just can't. Online, you can just put out there that Mil- Andrew Milani is sleeping with Giselle Bundy. Right, right. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Well, we don't know. Sources say. You were in the same city, weren't you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Andrew Milani and Giselle Bundage were seen in um, L.A. in the same month. Perhaps there's something going on here. That's what I hate about that little online shit that you guys scroll every day. So I don't, you know what I mean? So when I see those rumors, I don't like that. I want to be, de- deal with the facts, and mm-hmm. the facts are this. Did Toronto try to get Bertucci at the trade deadline, and Dubas got freaking stopped? 
I don't think so. That's that sounds like a complete. Like, okay, so then from? why did he say a tougher guy would be the San Jose guy than the San O'Reilly Jose. guy? What's the guy that uh, that went to New Jersey? T.O. Meyer. Oh yeah. So they wanted he did he want Meyer over Riley? They took Riley over Meyer. That's another rumor out there. Who made well, that, that ended up decision? Being, that ended up looking okay because Timo Meyer in New Jersey didn't look good. No, but I'm saying at that time, who would you rather have had? Like, let's be honest. If you're in the tread line and someone said you're going to get Riley or Timo Meyer, what would you want? Who did you want? Well, I mean, there, there's okay. a difference. Uh, but there, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Later, but at hold that on, time, hold on. Let moment, me speak. Let that me moment, speak. Okay. There's a big difference between like what we know and the information that these GMs had. The Leafs may not even even be, been in on Meyer. We don't know that. Okay, so that's my whole point here, and that's why I did that little soliloquy about the ridiculousness about Andrew Milani, Giselle Bundage right. affair nonsense. That's mm-hmm. what I don't like when I scroll on those little things on there, and they say, and then I realize, oh, it's just rumor bullshit. So I'll go to the paper or a more credible source to say mm-hmm. what's going on. There's been some talk around, and, and you know, that's why I like uh, Elliot Freeman so much, because he doesn't say anything, and he says everything. Right, He's right. Mr. Innuendo. And I love that about him because then all of a sudden, six weeks down the road, that innuendo quietly raises itself to the top. And he's a couple times in his thing about the Toronto Maple Leafs, he's piped in, you know, maybe they would have been better with T.O. Meyer. <laughs> and I, what did he just say? And I rewind the PBR. And you know, you know if you're listening, like yeah. sometimes I'm listening to the thing to just catch little things. Well, you know what that is, though. That's like the other. That's like his sources. That's their like. Mouthpiece, well, it's right? the same thing with Wilbon, and the same thing right. like Stephen A. They say, and you know what I can't say. As soon as they say that, you know there's a freaking bushfire going on. You know what? But because they're on TV, their personalities. They got to protect their sources. Yeah. They got to protect the agents because it's in my my belief. The agents are the biggest, they're cockroaches now in my life because what I'm going to get onto is not just the mess that the Toronto Maple Leafs are in. What do you think they should do before I go on to my next little spiel where you know where I'm going to go about contracts and rumors and putting forth a, uh, what's a little letter there? Let's cut to the chase. Why hasn't Cole Caulfield been signed yet? I don't know. You're the Habs guy. You should tell me. I'm pissed. Because the agents have said, let's wait to see if some ruthless American capitalist fuck will put out a contract to see that Montreal's got to match it. You know what I mean? That stuff. So all that does is jack up the player's salary. And is is the salary cap going up? Barely. Okay, so my point is this. We're getting artificially inflated player contracts without the actual product increasing the money to justify paying these yo-yos that kind of money you guys are gonna have a lot of cap space though thank you but i don't <laughs> so, want to give it to like i don't want to go the toronto maple leafs way i don't want to look at it in a couple years and say suzuki and kofi that's the league cruise i'm not league. Going, those guys are under six remember how two. we celebrated the end of uh, the guys taking the homegrown the hometown discounts in boston this is happening league-wide this is a pattern okay i know that so i'm gonna say i want to grow my team a different way I want to go with six six defensemen. I want to pay six defensemen five million, and then I'll go from there. I don't care about my goalie. I don't care if I have Connor McDavid. I want to start with that, and then I'll balance it around because it's showing on the teams the last five years in the NHL, and they ended up winning Stanley Cups. What do they all have in common? They had a bunch of crazy ass defensemen that clicked at the right time, and that's probably why we're going to have no repeats. You guys are in the still NHL. a little bit further far away from that Montreal. Stop it. We got a lot of guys. Who, over who are 16. your six guys? We're going to talk about that in the fall, okay? <laughs> okay. We'll talk about that in the fall. We're going to get there because I don't want to, like, it's the same thing with other things. You can't say nothing until they play a, a, a down 
Same in football. They haven't played yeah, it down. Hockey, hockey, you have a good, pretty good idea of who your team is. The, the Habs have eight defensemen signed for next year. Exactly. And how many of them are under 26? Five. Uh, there's four five. of them on here. Should be five. But, uh, but like, I mean, are we who really? Who are the guys over there? Edmondson, bye-bye. No, no, he's not. He's 29. Okay, so uh, that's what I'm Jordan saying. Harris, Justin Barron, Caden Gooley. Gooley. He's going to be fine. Jonathan Kovacevic. He's going to be fine, too. Look at his size. Okay, let me find that. Look at his eyes. Okay. So, he's, he's, so he's right at 25, though. So. So, so, that, so he's had all those years we've been grooming. Yeah, okay, okay, 6'4". Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm getting at. Okay, oh, and by the way, I'm, I'm building the, the, the go-kart. I've already ordered the rims <laughs> for, for, for the bandwagon. I've ordered the rims for the Logan Mayu bandwagon. Who is going to see the commissioner on Monday? Did you know that? I did not. Yes, they came up on the scroll. Logan Mayo is going to sit down with the commissioner on Monday, and they're going to slap him on the pee-pee for being such oh a bad God. boy. And then he's going to play for the Habs, and he's going to be Rookie of the Year. Rookie or defensive of the reader, year. Defensive Rookie of the Year. There's no Defensive Rookie of the Year. Well, something. They're going to, he's going to make the all-rookie team or okay. something all-rookie. You you heard it here first, because we keep tabs on the Habs in the house that oh happens. Why are we look at the size of our defensemen? There we go. How big is Logan Mike? He's 6'2". Six six yeah, yeah. How big is Aberjacky? Yeah, let's keep going. Oh, yeah, there's another guy that's under uh, 25. That's so, what so, and all. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I'm going to the John Alexander. But you're also stuck Gi with uh, Michael Matheson, Joel Edmondson contract. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Only got one more year to deal with those guys. Only, I think Matheson's two years, though, right? Matheson's three. Oh, that's the ugly one. But I think we're going to go Edmondson. We go Edmondson's by. got one year left. What about Savard? Did we? Savard's He's got here? two years left. But I'd keep Savard because you got to have Savard's the Savard's not the problem. It's no, Edmund, no. Edmondson, Matheson on the left side. I'm like, oh, that's kind of ugly. Okay, so one of them's going to get in. Because that's the thing, too, is like I feel like a lot of these guys are right-handed that we're talking about here. Okay, like but. Aberjackie's right-handed, right? Yeah. But Logan Mayo's left-handed. I, I thought he was right-handed, too. I thought he was left-handed can't remember look that up no he's right okay we'll work that out we'll work that out i just like all their sizes they all can skate okay so now which is going to be your problem let's that we alluded from the real issue here which is the toronto maple leafs and what they're going to do because we still got to talk about the finals is um i think that they should keep the core five who are you going to trade you're going to trade marner yeah at times marner's like i I'm he's so frustrating in the playoffs you, you cannot keep that around. Okay, so what are you going to do? Why don't you hire someone to protect him? With what cap space? Then you, Okay, so now you're, <laughs> not, you're, so you're good. Then you know what? Good. Trade Marner. Okay, and then we'll get him at the trade line deadline. And when Montreal beats Toronto in the conference finals, Marner oh, will get the score so in ridiculous. overtime. That'll be so cool. He went to San Jose. He had a bad season. He got mad. He's frustrated. You guys will desperately they, need uh, some uh, and then we'll, guys we'll, up we'll, front. we'll get Marner. Two years from now, we get Marner at the trade deadline. And he, he rediscovers his stroke and beats Toronto in the conference finals, knocking Matthews off the puck, getting oh, okay. a breakaway, giving it to whoever the guy we draft this year, whoever we draft this year, our number one pick last year. What's his name again? And he scores a goal, and we go on to the, the finals, and you don't. Okay, we'll see. I really There's a lot hope, there. Do you really, I hope, you know what, guy, I really hope that in my lifetime, because I'm getting old, that we see a Toronto-Montreal conference finals. That'd be cool. Wouldn't it not be? I would love that so much because I know we're going to win it. That's just <laughs> the way it's going to be. I know that. So it would just be nice to see all you little Toronto nice people 
have a big problem with superstars and you can't find the tough guy to protect him, so you're not going to be going anywhere next year to playoffs either. We'll see. All righty. What did you think of last night's game, bro? Oh, fantastic. That was some of the best hockey I've seen in a while. Oh, me too. And you know what? I'm, I'm wondering now because they were really talking about um, the, the – um, what, is, what is it? The, um, the layoff might have affected the rust in the game. 100%. Did you think it had any effect on it? I mean, Vegas – or sorry, uh, Florida had trouble scoring, especially their top guys. Oh, yeah. Okay, maybe. Okay, maybe the touch around the net. But I thought the pace of the game is what satisfied me. Oh, sure. The pace of the game on me. Both goaltenders played amazing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? The only thing I thought was a little bit weird, and I'm kind of cheering for Florida, but it's hard to cheer for a bully sometimes because at points in time, they were deliberately seeing if they could just... Uh, oh, Kachuk, Bennett are like the worst. And Reinhardt was right in Reinhardt there Kogutis too. right they, there. They're yeah. all in on it. The whole game, and even Barskoff yeah. was a little bit freaking out of his norm. He went through the center a couple of times and made sure people are normal there. And he's not usually that type of guy. No. But he, he, he looked tougher than usual last night. Even both the Stahl brothers, same thing. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah, oh, yeah. Eric Stahl was up to, like, we're this close. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's no rules now. He scored a beautiful shorthanded goal. Yeah. You know what I mean? That long. Just open the game. You know what I mean? And not only that, it was crazy. Those Stahls guy got those big strides, eh? Oh, yeah. Like, all of them, all of them. Like, they get that stride going. Like, they don't, I wouldn't say they have speed. It's have stride, right? That's what you call it? Yeah, I guess. Because it takes them two or three steps to get going. But once they're going... They like move. That was a beautiful mm. play last night. And both and then Mark Stahl too. Both of them would score. Both of them are contributing. Like Eric Stahl's your fourth line guy. Yep. And and killing you take it and killing penalties. Yep. So do you think that last night's indicative of um, the old adage that uh, Florida's going to win game two? No, I I said Vegas in five, so I'm sticking to that. Vegas is going to take care of uh, home ice. So they'll win both games. Yeah. So I'm going to say this then. One of the things about the Stanley Cup Finals that's got me intrigued always is when there's a team at my age and you realize there's a whole bunch of teams that haven't won championships. And when it gets to the point that they're winning one of those championships, you go, is it cool or do I like dynasties or what's my take on it or blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm going to get back to one of the things that it seems to be my personal theme of the show today, which makes you think is, is not Vegas one of the capitals of American capitalism? Of course. If they win, do you think this is the beginning of a dynasty in Vegas? They got the right I lean, management I lean team. towards no, just because how hard it is to get dynasties going in hockey. Okay, so they've been here around but, five. Oh, on the other hand, it, this has not been something that like they just showed up a couple years ago. This has been building for six seasons now. Okay, and, and they've right? been, they missed the playoffs once by the skin of their And they've been in the team. conference finals four of those six times. Arguably, they should have been in there five times because there's that second season where there was that uh, – five-minute major they got against oh, the Sharks. Right. So, they got the, so you're saying now, really, they, they're there. They've been now four conference finals. Out of six of their six seasons. That's George McPhee, baby. That's George McPhee. Even he's president of operations. Remember this. That yeah. Washington Capital team that won the Stanley Cup a few years ago, that was George McPhee's team. <sighs> yes and no. He, like, some of the pieces he brought in there, but he, he couldn't finish the job. No, well, you know, because they didn't have the patience. That's all. Because remember, Washington was like Toronto. Banging on the door. Yeah, but he kept making. Remember, he kept. But but remember, we we went through this one time where he kept bringing in like bad. Like there was like a string of like horrible trades he made. The Martin Erat one. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay, I got it. But at the time, they didn't look bad. It just no, they looked bad at the time because Martin Erat. Martin Erat's numbers with Washington. Look at them; they were terrible. 
And he was on his past his best before date two. He was probably like so. right there. Yeah. Okay. So whatever. The Nashville okay, has saying. a tendency to do that. Just make out like bandits and trades. They, they did yeah, it with Tampa she, recently twice. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. But on that note, that's what makes me think that that maybe Vegas has already started a little bit of a dynasty, and we're not respecting it. The fact that they got to yeah, four conferences, kind of like what Tampa Bay did. Yeah. Exactly. And 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 uh, and you got to say that Tampa Bay was at least a mini dynasty. In oh, respect for sure. to how hockey goes. Well, I mean, the they're like, you, in a row you could say, one, two. yeah, they were like a, a contender for like 10 years. Oh, of course. That's what I'm saying. So, and where do they build from the six defense? I'm going to keep hammering on that the mm-hmm. whole time because that seems to be the recipe. Although, like, like Florida, Vegas guys, Vegas. Florida is kind of, kind of breaks that a little bit, don't you think? Because, like, a lot of those guys. No, because they were, they were President Cup. Uh, President's Cup uh, Fair enough. La- last year. So yeah. they, they had, like, their, their, their struggles at the beginning of the year brought in the guys that they thought would change the mm-hmm. dynamic of the team. Took them a season, obviously, and, and, and Pittsburgh screwing up. Like, that's one of the great things you think about. If Pittsburgh wins a game against, who is it, Chicago? Chicago or Columbus. Or Columbus. And, the, and game, the Chicago game, they got Florida. spanked like 5 2. Exactly. And just, like, just think about the butterfly oh, effect or whatever Speaking you're calling it. Oh, nonsense. yeah. Speaking of, of, uh, Pittsburgh. I mean, that team. I don't know what Cal Dubas is going to do there. Okay, so I'm he's got to completely rebuild that blue line. They got to find a new goalie. Okay, so I'm going to. That's interesting. We brought this up because guess what? Kyle Dubas is now considered a George McPhee in the sense that he could not finish the job. Correct. Sure. So what happens if he goes to Pittsburgh and he pulls a George McPhee with the Pittsburgh Penguins? Then that means that Leafs have got a tough team to compete against every year just to get to the conference finals. So mm-hmm. I'm saying that when they or trade to get Garner, to the finals, we're going to go with Mr. Milani's theory that we signed Matthews for 14-4 gets cap, 14-4 gets cap, and they trade Marner and they take two steps backwards. <laughs> so the six Montreal defense will have it easier taking steps forward. Now I'm saying that I think that Florida is going to win a game at home or two, and you know what? I hope they don't do it with Goonery. They're I mean, borderline. that seems to be the the one mode that they have. <laughs> It's like this. It's a the switch. It's it. goon or off. Oh yeah, <laughs> and they're not gooning because they're a good skating team. Sure. But when 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 the going gets tough. Oh, they're dirt bags. <laughs> they're dirt bags. <laughs> I, I got time like Kachuk, uh, Bennett, Reinhardt. I got time for none of these guys. You know what I think they do? They have a little thing that sharpens their elbows, like in the 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 the, the, the moose or the the bull in the yeah the Bugs Bunny cartoons yeah, yeah. Do they have one of those things for the, not for their sticks for their elbows because when those guys why they seem to have going by their elbows are always watch the game tomorrow night yeah when the Florida guys are skating their elbows seem to be up higher than the Vegas guys <laughs> just an observation and who had all the penalties last night uh, it was Florida yeah you know what I mean and they better be careful on that even though their penalty kill is good and I think if Vegas had a better power play the game could have been 6-1 last night mm-hmm. but Vegas's power play is just atrocious you know what I mean like what do they have they had two power plays and they a shot and goal yeah now everyone's going to say that's the tenacity of the the goalie no, the goonery of oh, the, the goonery. Uh, uh, of the Florida Panthers is out there swinging their sticks but if Florida does win the um, win the Stanley Cup it'll be because of Bobrovsky he will definitely, in my opinion, there's like you got to give it to him, even with Kachuk. MVP. MVP. No, I think the, they're going to give it to Kachuk, honestly. Why? If he, if they win. Why? I think that's the ridiculous. big goals. Big saves. The big saves. Bobrovsky was maybe the best player on the ice last night at times. In a loss. In a in a loss, and he might have been the best player on the ice. But then a couple of those goals, they let, let him hang out to dry. I agree. Like a, two of the goals, like what are you going to do? Jesus wouldn't have saved those. Come on. <laughs> so like, who do you got? Who do you What's got it? in this series? What series? 
So you're saying it's over already? I don't know. I, I'm, you know what? I don't feel like to be a fence sitter, and I hate to be cheering for a team that are a bunch of schmucks at Vegas and five. Okay, the house that happens is going to say Vegas and yeah, yeah. I, you know, I don't know. I'm not. I'm. I'm a fence sitter because like we're gonna we're gonna talk about the other finals in a second. So it makes me even more. But we'll discuss that in a different way. I think Vegas is going to win too. I don't want to call Florida out. I think Florida is going to do something where they're going to knock like a Jack Eichel on his ass mm-hmm. or one of their big guys. And Stone is supposed to be one of their instigators. And Stone is small. Compared to the guys on on the Florida guys, so I think they're going to use their size. Not that there's not big guys on Vegas, because their defense is big. Sure. And they cleared them out. You know what I mean? Like nothing against. Like I think Vegas, the, the, their signature is they protect their goalie. Yeah. Very much so. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I, I, I I'm going to say that um, I'm tongue tied for the moment. I got to see two games. Maybe what it is. But, I mean, if, before the series started, I was going to say I, I had a weird feeling Florida wanted to win. I just think that Vegas is already in the league, what they've been doing. Um, they can't say it's totally capitalistic because everyone's playing under the same cap. Agreed? Mm-hmm. Yep. But they seem to be – how they like, they sent Fleury out at the right time. Yep. I mean, they prefer to get him, but Fleury would have been that much of a hit against their cap. Who's the other forward that they shipped out to? Pacioretty. Pacioretty. There you go. You know what I mean? At that particular time. So you got to give credence mm-hmm. to the management for being aware of getting rid of those salaries, which helped for them to pay for those six big dudes that are playing on the back end, including Pat. Patriangelo. Patriangelo. And he's playing great hockey. For sure. You know what I mean? He's their leader. So you're saying still Vegas in five? Vegas in five. I'm going to say I don't know how Florida's going to do it, but I'll just say I'm cheering for them. How's that? Yeah. So there's there's a few firsts uh, this spring. So this is actually the first Stanley Cup final between two teams in the Sun Belt. Exactly. Since, oh, since Actually, never mind. That's since 2020. I read that wrong. So who are the other ones at the time? Was it... Um, 2020. Uh, was it Dallas and who? Dallas and Oh, Tampa. Dallas, Tampa Bay. Dallas, Tampa Bay, yeah. But that was in the bubble. That didn't really count. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and first time... Two number eight seeds from one city, both went to With the, the finals, finals from that, their that's, respective that's, cities. I'm glad you brought that up. That is that which will lead us into the NBA finals. I thought that's an amazing stat, eh? That really is. You know, you think about like, it. When else does this happen? That's incredible. No, and not only that, from that state. Yep. With the worst, well, from not even state, like the same area. Okay, with you know, even Miami worse. to uh, Sunrise, Florida, it's like what, like an hour drive? Not even. Not even. Okay, it's less than that. Okay, it's like driving across the city, the GTA here. But here, here's another issue. Yes, yeah, so that might take about. you an hour. Yes. Okay. <laughs> in any event, my my point being is this: from one of the worst fan bases in the world. <laughs> yeah. One of the worst. No, no, no. Let's look at this seriously. It's true. Okay. Like Miami, it's like it's college is a different thing. Well, I was gonna say ground. It's. And with Miami sports, it's like ground roots. It's very baseball. Other than that, it's like I it's, a football football. City. Yeah. it's a football city. Yeah, it's a football city. Yes, it's yeah. From the, but ground the roots, baseball is big there. But for whatever yeah. reason, they don't show up to the Marlins. Oh, I mean, the team's bad, but yeah. But but uh, you know what it is? It, it's all those teams. Like like if it wasn't for they they say the Snowbirds, Florida. Like what is it? Ten percent of the um, season tickets of, in Florida are Snowbirds. Yeah, makes sense. I heard sense. something like that about 10% of their season ticket base is, is – and then everybody that flies down there, they're Canadians, they're always flying down that area. They show up for the games. Yep. You know what I mean? And what did I say? I know people that were in the Toronto games or Tampa Bay who said that it was um, – and they went to a Florida game, and they said at both times it was at least 20 to 25, maybe 30% of the crowd was leaves. For, were leaves. Yeah. So it's, it's, I find it even more interesting, which I, I give credit to these, is the management. Mm-hmm. The management of O team. Because remember this, you're talking about Pat Riley. 
is the manager of the Miami Heat. This guy is legendary in all sports now as a executive in the world in the world of sports. Mm-hmm. Come on. Think about it, right? 100%. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying Miami's going to win because what's your take on I say Denver's going to win that. Denver in five. Uh, no, I think Miami will win two. They'll scrap their way to two. But one of the things that you got to realize too is that, and, and I and I thought about this earlier in the playoffs and how they're going to get away with it. And I'll give Eric Spolster credit for designing or thinking up some kind of different defenses. But Denver is size wise alone much superior. Oh yeah, to Miami. I mean, Michael Porter six yeah. ten. Aaron Gordon is six ten. Jimmy Butler ain't no 6'10". Well, and look at Bam Adebayo ain't no 7-footer. No, he is 6'10", and he's your big guy that's got to go against Jokic, who we should be a big shout-out to. Oh, a yeah. Big, big, what did they used to call him on um, Jalen and Jacoby, the stretch mark five, they called him or something? Oh, my God. Yeah, like just something insane, but they did it affectionately. But let's give a huge shout-out to Nikola Jokic, who is now going to prove he's going to be one of the best big men of his era. Oh, 100%. And, like, we all know if, if uh, Denver wins this series, they're going to give him the finals MVP. Which I'm going to be ashamed because Jamal Murray was their clutch guy. I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't want to – I never want to underestimate a triple-double. Yeah. Never, never, okay? And I don't think that – and I, let's stop anything about the pad statting and all that other bullshit. But Jamal Murray at the time has got the biggest shots on this team. At the, at the, you look all well, the way it's kinda like Well, it's kind of like when the Raptors won the finals. Like, Kawhi was MVP, but, like – Van Vliet was the guy sinking the clutch shots, right? Uh, at times, and so was Lowry. Both of yeah. them got the clutch shots, even though Kawhi's had the, cl- the clutch shot of the ages. Oh, you know that. Yeah. That'll never end. That but didn't this- happen in the finals, though. True. Conference finals, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Second round. Second round? In any, event I, wanna, I, uh, in any event, I just want to look at it this way, is that um, this Denver team, is, is they've been going for the last couple of years. This isn't like a fly-by-night team. Too bad Jamal Murray got hurt. Because they haven't been the same. And, and Jokers just never, the Jokers never had a playoff this good. No. And I'm happy for him because his all-around game has to be respected. Like, he throws some of the best passes to open guys. So, big shout-out to Aaron Gordon and, and, and um, Michael Porter Jr. Because these guys are putting down shots. Yeah. And they're, they're getting their opportunities. And here's one thing that I always talk about that Denver is playing too is, and, and Miami has a reputation, let's not sleep on the Denver defense. No, definitely not, especially because of their size. Exactly. You know what I mean? But so, they're starting five. Those guys are so solid. And then they play like the, – well, They, play they only like, go eight deep, really. Even like their number eight, he's like Christian Braun only yes. plays like – He plays under 10 minutes. Yeah, but, but so that's what I'm saying. So they're top end heavy. But as long – you know what I mean? But people say, oh, does that mean they're an injury away? I know I think that they're just so good. The way they play, they don't play at an extremely fast-paced. No. So they're not killing each other. They're positionally well, and that goes back to their coach. Mm-hmm. And who's their coach? Mr. Malone, this guy's been around forever, bro. People don't even know about him. You know what he was like? He was like, um, who is our guy that's on TV all the time? Sam Mitchell. At oh, one yeah. point in time, they were, they were like considered the same type of coach. I think Sam Mitchell already had a coach of the year. Malone didn't have yet. But they were pluggers that knew the game. And if anybody, I, I'm going to be so happy for him if he wins a championship because I don't think he's ever had a championship anywhere, has he? No. No, and, and which will be a huge shout-out for him and his, his coaching's allegiance and the people that have come out of his coaching tree because he's got a few around the league. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what are we going to say? I'm thinking Denver, two, maybe six games, but I think they'd rather win it at home, maybe five. I don't know. Game two is the biggest game in, in, in basketball, it seems to me, more than hockey mm-hmm. because it's a smaller roster. People can be more dominant. So at any time, did you think that Denver was going to lose that first game? 
It was getting scary in the fourth quarter towards the end. But okay, I mean, so they but got they to within, but they got to within what? Five. Yeah. They didn't get closer than five. To me, that means no, you didn't. You got within three. That means you were within a shot. They never got within a shot of tying the game in the fourth quarter, which just tells me the, the diligence of the Denver defense and how solid that lineup really is. Aaron Gordon's vastly underrated, by the way. Oh, 100%. Vastly underrated. He defends LeBron. He's in, he's all over Jimmy Butler. Yeah, well, I mean, that was a big problem. Jimmy Butler just could not. He only had 13 points game one. Couldn't escape Gordon. But I expect him to have a better game. I, expect, I think so, too. I expect Lowry to have more minutes in game two. Mm-hmm. I think that they may open it up for him. Which brings us to this. Um, now, uh, I got to ask you quickly. If okay. Denver wins, is this the start of a dynasty? I don't think so, because I think there's too many other teams around that can take a swing at him. I think that they had everything in place at the right place at the right time. Well, okay. We've talked about him and like Jokic and Jamal Murray getting going. Like that, that has the potential to be like a great duo. I just want to say one thing before we talk about the finals. I want to get back on, and that was the, um, the conference finals. And all the talk that came out of there, there was so much yapping, it almost overshadowed getting into the finals. For example, oh, yeah. is LeBron going to quit? No, he's not. His son's going to USC. Yeah. Come on. What, what does that mean? Because he's staying close to home. And you know, I went to USC instead of UCLA, I believe, because the car ride's shorter. <laughs> I mean, you know, wherever LeBron lives, Southern California, the college is closer. Come on. Well, they're both LA schools. Ex- so. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, what, let's go to the most convenient LA oh, school. Oh, why not? You know what I mean? So let's not talk about is LeBron coming back. And we're talking about dynasties. What if Kyrie Irving, who sat in the front row of what? Both home games. Yep. Kyrie Irving was sitting where? Where did he get those seats? Off StubHub? Oh, we know there's a sign-in trade uh, coming between uh, Dallas and uh, the Lakers. Whatever the case may D'Angelo be. D'Angelo Russell, enjoy Dallas. Oh, yeah, exactly. But he's still under contract too, right? I believe so. Wow, is he ever going to be a, a, caster, a, a pass around? Uh, l- let me check a hoops hype quickly. Um, and we're going to ch- check that out. And the other point I wanted to make, because it takes away from the finals, is this. And you know what? Everyone knows my hater status. I brought it up enough. We don't have to go there again and i'm so i'm not my heart bled purple pissed when boston last game seven at home shooting 42 threes bro oh, they, they made horrible. what nine remember i said who wins in the paint the people that take over the paint will win the game what happened miami shot a neat nine for 18 from three boston jacked up 42 Oh, I said it this. It was so bad. Again, another one of the worst game sevens. I've, I think maybe the five, the 10 worst game sevens I've ever seen in my life. The Boston Celtics have probably been part of five. And Larry Bird is pissed I'm saying that. Because back in the day, game sevens with the Boston Celtics, with the Larry Bird crew, those were games. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? But not these. I think the best game was Tatum. Didn't he take, didn't Boston take Cleveland to game seven when Tatum was a rookie? Uh, yeah. And something like yeah. that. Like, that was a better game seven than what we're seeing now. That was garbage. You know Terrible. What I mean? And D'Angelo Russell does have one year left. So, so. then, no, he's trade He's trade He's bait. trade bait, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's gone. So you think it's going to be a sign and trade for Kyrie? Is Kyrie, to, like, a foregone conclusion in L.A.? I think so. Uh, I mean, him sitting uh, courtside there. Come on. I thought he got the tickets from StubHub. <laughs> I'm sure... He's definitely not staying in Dallas. I don't think so, which is going to make Luka Doncic be, what, a bigger bitch than he was before? How does that make him a bigger bitch? I don't know. He didn't learn how to give the ball. You had Kyrie Irving on your team. I mean, I was was not a fan of that trade from day one. They gave up too much defense. Oh, I agree. There's no doubt about it. That affected them, in which their biggest mistake was letting Jalen Brunson go. 
Oh, yeah. Let's cut to the chase on here. And look, at he, his contract would look really good. Look, all Cuban had to do is put an extra million on every sentence, uh, on every part of the contract for Jalen Brunson, and yeah. he still would not have been overpaid, and he'd been better off with Dallas and better off with Lukic. So that's an, an organization that took, a, what, two steps back? Dallas, yeah. Just like the Toronto Maple Leafs are doing two steps <laughs> oh, back please. at that time. You know what I mean? I, I'm I'm big on in my old age. I'm really thinking that dynasties are are uh, are a bad thing because it gives you more to talk about. It becomes more of a national presence. Because what I want to know is when this is all said and done, I'd like to check the ratings for the NBA Finals and the NHL Finals. I wonder where they're going to be. First of all, you got two Sun Belt teams, so people that are serious about hockey aren't even watching. Yeah. Number two is the delay to get to the finals is always going to kill your fan base if they got to wait. You know what I mean? Even with the NBA one, they're lucky it went to game seven because that stretched it out long enough so people were still watching. Sure. Agreed? Yep. So you have that 10-day thing. So where's your national audience? Denver is a big market team, don't forget. It's just that they don't appear to be because they're... Denver. They're Denver, yeah. They're Denver. But they're, <clears throat> like they got to be... Like, Denver's a big, big city. Miami... Speaks for itself, even though a terrible fan base. Sure. Even, but like Denver, to. though, when their teams are good, though, they become that kind of like national. Like we see, we've seen it with the Broncos. We've seen it with the Avalanche, you know. Ah, uh, the Avalanche. Well, I think the Broncos more, but the Broncos have been celebrated because the way they came No, but come on. Avalanche, like uh, early they 2000s, nice yeah. late 90s, they were like must-see TV. Uh, at times, I guess. What do you mean at times? They made it to the conference finals like every, every year. year. And those Detroit, Colorado Series is were classics at the time. Yeah, I will admit it. I'm just—I've never been a Colorado fan. I was pissed. Oh, Joe Sakic's my all-time favorite. Oh, so, is he? I got yeah. pissed ever since the day that that Patrick, St. Patrick, went to Colorado. I was never the same. <laughs> Fair enough. I was never the same. I was. That, that's the big moment that changed your team. I think. Oh, it's, we've never been the same. Bunch of idiots are doing that kind of stuff. But that—that's another talk about it. When you think about that, and like. Is the market going to be good? It's the same thing when you're talking about Denver, Miami. Now let's go to the NHL. We're talking Vegas. Florida. Yeah. So we're talking about the same market. The only people that are excited about that one are TNT because they finally got a final. Oh, that's true. Agreed. But I mean, like, who's watching in Florida? The, the Snowbirds? And most of the Snowbirds have gone home now. Yeah. They're back They're yeah. back in Muskoka. I mean, I'm sure the big sports fans are kind of just, like, tuning in. But, like, are they, like, super excited about it? No, I, but you know what it is? I, I don't know if it was... Um, I do believe and I like them so much. That, that's why I'm, I'm... By the way, I'm a huge PTI. It's my favorite show. And one of the things they said is, what happens with these leagues is, you and I are doing a podcast. Why? Because we love sports. We want to talk about it. We want to do this. So what the NBA and the NHL should be glad is that there's a vast majority, not vast majority, there's a huge contingent of people like you and I. We're going to watch it regardless. We both watched the game last night, yeah. did we not? Yeah. I got no, I got no Vegas love. I got no Miami, yeah. no Florida love. Neither I mean, do there's, I. There's no, I mean, what are those teams? The best thing I like about um, the playoffs is George McPhee because I used to drink with his brother <laughs> a lot. You know what I mean? And he'd give me a little, no, it was really cool at the time because his brother would come into town and his brother would say something about, you're going to be a trade cruise because his brother had a great, you ever hear the McPhees talk? These guys got radio voices. Oh, yeah. Okay, so in any, any event, and he'd say little things about this or that or, you know, he talked to his brother on the phone last night or he'd come into the bar with some cool Washington Capitol gear. Oh, yeah. I never took any of it. I mean, people did. It was great. It would be great for a place like Shuey. But, like, I mean, he'd come in with, like, jerseys or, like, mm -hmm. um, promotional stuff that they use at the arena and stuff. He'd just walk into the bar with some of the coolest. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was badass. He'd come in with all this gear. I never took none of it. 
I was such a hardcore Hab fan, I couldn't even touch it. Wouldn't my old lady? No, no, you're not a you're not a Washington girl. Leave that shit alone. <laughs> and they had Ovechkin. Oh yeah, like like some cool shit come in. Like oh, Cruz, you could have had some cool stuff for the collection. I did. I my re- I kind of regret it now. But at the time, I was such I was so hardcore. No, like, no I, I just collect other team stuff. Why not? Oh, you should have been around. Like I'm talking. Like they even had ladies replica jerseys. Like ladies, oh yeah, like, yeah. Like, like like made for advance that he came in because he knew the bartenders. Like, uh, right, right. I'm not going to say about Paul McPhee's drinking habits because we had some good drinks <laughs> together. But in any event, um, he would bring stuff in and the girls would get it or really cool T-shirts or it might have been like um, some promotion that they've had in mm-hmm. um, like it was uh, Star Wars night. Oh, or, yeah. you know, like those kind of promotions <clears throat> teams do. And he'd come in with the, like, the shirts from those nights that would look really cool and hand them out. I never took a thing. That makes me hardcore. That's what I think. <laughs> You know what I mean? Regardless of the fact that I does it make you hardcore or just kind of? I don't cheer for other teams. I only got certain teams to cheer for. My life is short. Just because you doesn't mean you have to cheer for them. I watch the game because I like competition. Is not the reason why we're watching the finals. uh, So cruising. Why do you have an LA Kings jersey? What's that? Why do you have an LA Kings jersey? Because I got it on sale and I thought it was cool because they're not wearing them anymore. <laughs> but you won't take a free one. You no, won't take free I got that Washington one myself stuff. because look, see, I created that. Did you see the number on the back? I, of the I, day? It's is it a number? Number more of a, a theorem? Well, we'll call it a theorem. But in any event, see, I created that because I knew. Now, do you ever see that jersey anymore? The LA Kings one? Yeah. No, I love it. Though. That it's was badass. iconic. So that's when I knew when it was going away. I said I better get one. Going to your theory of collecting cool shit, yeah. but I but I cruisy-ined it. I made it my own. <laughs> I, you know what I, I, mean? I, I still don't know what area. that means completely. Since you're passing on uh, awesome Washington stuff, but we, it had we... nothing to do with me. That idea, I, I had no say Anyways. in that. I came in the room. Nah, I don't want that garbage. Hey, what? LA's going out. I was a, I was an NWA fan. Okay. Easy E rocked a Easy E rocked an LA King hat. Okay, fair that enough. That was cool. Like, back in the day, that's what I always thought. We got, you had to be back there. You were too young. When all of a sudden, the NWA showed up, which was pure trouble. As soon as they started, which I didn't think so. I loved the album. I thought it was a great rap record. It's a great album. Oh, no doubt. And then they came out, and there they are with all that L.A. gear. But what were they all wearing? Not black and white. And then that's what. Black and silver. Black and silver. That's yeah. why that when Gretzky came to town, they went the same color as the Raiders. It all went down. And then when the NWA guys started rocking it and they had the LA Kings hat on, come on, the Raiders you knew. Yeah. That was a gimme. But when they well, all. Well, that was part of the reason why they moved back to Oakland. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that was a good period, though, because, like, um, one of the things we're going to do in the future, let's not discuss that coming up in the very new future is coming on in, 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 uh, in the remembrance of James Brown. The House That Happens will be presenting their top 10 running backs yes. of all time. That is stay it. tuned. Stay tuned. That will be coming. But before we go anywhere farther, we'd just like to end on um, anything else you want to bring up before we end the show there. Uh, big shout out uh, Formula One Spain Grand Prix this weekend. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know if you want me to spoil the end for no, you. No, no. We'll talk about next uh, week. It, it happened. Someone won. Someone came in second. Someone came in third. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's all. That's good. I do uh, have the only thing I will spoil is everyone finished the race. Everyone. Oh, interesting. For three races in a row now. No, no, sorry, never mind. Two of the last three. Two of the last three. Everyone finished the race. Yep. That's amazing in Formula One. I want to shout out to Formula One because I took a little uh, – can I shout out to BOH and my son who gave me – and you know who you are. Um, free, good round yesterday. But that's another story. People got dissing me in my family about watching Formula One. Well, listen, as you get older, you learn things. I like competition. I like what it's all about. I like its world ruthless. Capitalism. Oh, yes. <laughs> on the next level. 
And so I just want to say one thing before we go about what's going to happen in, in, um, when we're talking about capitalism and how the world works. And I'm going to say one thing. I'm, not going, to, I'm going to start with this. I'm not going to stop being a John Morant friend, bro. I figured as much. Thank you very much. Now, everybody knows how much of a John Morant fan that I am. Okay? So the next question is, when you're on a national TV show and or halftime, and Gary Bettman did his in the playoffs, yep. and, and Silver, Adam Silver did his singing, and what did Adam Silver said? We're not going to discuss the John Morant situation during the epitome of our season. Sure. Why is that? Oh, it, well, we all know they're going to throw the book at him. Why? They said they've uncovered some new information. Okay. What kind of information could they uncover? Is it worse than Gilbert Arenas bringing a gun into the dressing room? We know he's hanging around some pretty sketchy people. Um, I don't know his friends. I'm not a judge. I'm just saying that uh, Marshall Dane, can I have a big shout out to Marshall Dane, did a very good song, should be better, called Bad Decisions. <laughs> so... Um, I'm going to go back to this too, a little thing that doesn't, doesn't excuse him. And I'm going to, and his, any of his behavior, let's put it this way. In the house that happens, we also believe this. What good comes from guns? Not much. Nothing. So John Morant, if you're listening to me and I'm trying to defend you, is that you got to put the guns away because there's a whole, and I'm not asking you to be a role model because we'll go back to Charles Barkley days. Mm -hmm. These guys do not have a responsibility to be anything but a basketball player because that's what they're paid to do. That's right. Okay, so let's cut this role model shit out. However, they do have a bit of a responsibility to the people that look up to them, which is I'm um, cutting hairs. Okay. Sure, but like when you're <clears throat> kind of in the public uh, eye, though, things change, even legally. I want to be 23 years old with eight of my best friends, which I don't even have eight friends, but okay, I wanna, but I would have 12 with that money. <laughs> okay, so now I want to I be 23 years old than having more money than money, which is not really true, ask Al Iverson. Mm -hmm. Going to a place with urban ballet. Urban ballet. <laughs> urban ballet. That's another word for, like, girls that dance around poles. Oh, okay. okay. All right. You're going to see urban ballet smoking some of the finest herb that's ever been grown in the history of mankind, and you did some stupid shit. Yes. That's an equation for that. Come on, let's do the math. 23, too much money, urban ballet, and weed. What could go wrong? <laughs> what could go wrong? So, I'm just going to say this. John Morant's shoes sold out in three days. That's the fastest sellout since who? I believe Kobe. We're not sure. We're going to research this yeah. for the house that happens. Wait a second, world. John Morant's shoes sold out in three days. That means every sneaker pimp in the country lost their minds because they went right on to all those other things. You know those people that, like my, my son, bless his soul, used to park in the, in the parking lot in the morning? Oh, yeah. Like, I have three buddies. They're all three different malls. <laughs> Out there smoking weed all night waiting for the store to open so they could sneaker pimp. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So where's the juxtaposition now? You're going to throw the hammer at a guy that just sold out his shoes in three days? Who's buying these shoes? Criminals? Gangsters? <laughs> Refugees? Terrorists? Come on, who's buying these? The average American kid that looks up to somebody that they think is a great player, correct? Mm -hmm. 100%. So how long do you think it's going to be for John Morant? 
to be off, do you think? I mean, with comments like that from the commissioner, you got to think at least 40 games. Like I said, I'm going to reference him one more time, and I could not, I could not argue. And that's on the conservative end. I say it should be less. I think I'm hoping it's 20. Should be and would be are different questions, though. He's on my fantasy team, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no bias here. No. No, no bias no. on the house that happens. No, none whatsoever, okay? But I will say this. As much, and I have huge respect for this, and I couldn't, I could not, I couldn't deny this. When he said it, I, I had to shut up. When Michael Wilbon said, he can, he's got a son. He's my age, but he's got a son that's a teenager. Yeah. Okay. He looked at his son and said, because I did not realize that all this trouble went down as the shoes were coming out. Well, it makes sense because the Nike campaign started around this time, right? Exactly. Everything went down. Now, I don't know. I'll pay attention. To that. Do I look like a sneaker pimp to you? My dog chewed half my shoe off. One of my shoes, my dog chewed half the laces off. Got to go to the store again. But my point being is that I'm not aware of some of the younger culture things that go on. Sure. Okay. I'm, I'm a little. Neither am I. Okay. But... There you go. But I'm still saying I thought it was unbelievable when I heard because I thought that, that first commercial we was punching the clock and coming in. Yeah. The cars pulling in the parking lot, the surveillance cameras, the mm-hmm. whole nine. Because I thought it was tricky using that surveillance camera in the. <laughs> video don't tell me that a marketing guy wasn't thinking about that because i wasn't thinking about it but the guy sold out his shoes bro what does that tell you is not so i'm saying that eventually this guy could be the face of the league oh or dead or dead Mm. that's the other part i don't want to i don't want to even bring up again knocking wood for john morant but all we're going to say is this in my lifetime i only know one thing money changes everything it indeed does. You agreed? Yes. And I know that the name of this show is going to be called Ruthless American Capitalism because it has affected a lot of the discussion that we have today. Yes. And if you don't believe that, as I'm going to go out the door, the other thing that's happening to it is, has anyone seen a gambling commercial on TV lately? Oh, just about a million. A million? Yes. I thought that was a little short myself, but I'll stop <laughs> at a million. So... As we end the show, we just want to point out one thing. We're here for the competition, Mr. Milani. We indeed are. Are we not? We're not here for the enjoyment of the game. It's just saying in my lifetime, the evolution of the game has come down to um, where gambling has always been a part of it. The shoe game has been a part of it since Jordan's come around. Um, The element of um, role models and star players has always been around. Mm -hmm. What has changed? Everything and nothing at the same time. That is absolutely the most perfect answer I could ask for because that's just the way it is. Whether you know what it is, plus la men shows, the more that things change, the more they stay the same from the great, late, great Neil Pert. In any event, we're going to get out of here now because we're on a Sunday. We're not in our usual time schedule and it's very nice outside and my wife and my granddaughter are going to be waiting for me. We want to thank... All you people have listened to the show today. We want to say Toronto Blue Jays, we're going to find you that left-handed power bat. Let's do it. Let's do it. The All-Star. Anything else you want to add, Mr. Milani? I think that's about it. Shout-outs to everybody that we know and love. It's been great. Hi, my name is Cruz. And I'm Andrew Milani. Remember, we keep the vibe alive.